Hello, Brenna. Hello, Maureen. We have so much to discuss today. Yeah, we do. I'm assuming so. I don't know what's hap- I don't know what's going to happen on the podcast, but I'm assuming there's a lot to go through. Yeah, I mean, there's always there's always a lot. Although we are, you know, we're getting we're getting to the tail end of this book. We're going to be starting chapter 36. <laughs> we're like at the um maybe the the back leg of the cat. You said the tail end. Yeah. I don't think we're quite I don't think we've re- reached the tail yet because <sighs> Probably not. You said there's like back legs. Sounds about right. Well, to update everyone, Hobbit is doing great. 45. 45. 45 chapters. So 10 more to go. I thought we were a little bit longer than 42. Hobbit, everyone, just so you know, is doing wonderful after his neutering. He. His trip to the cutter. Yep. He slept like for the three days after um, and just kind of was tired all day um but then now he's like ready raring to go wants the cone off and i'm like you gotta wait at least one more day dude um but he's missing his big brother and just wants to play i got him this new spinner toy that like has a little ball and like tracks and it, he just is determined to get the ball out of the track he can't but it's been very amusing to watch him try because I had to get him a toy to like keep him occupied a little yeah. bit while he's oh there's a lady behind you oh yeah there's usually <laughs> a lady behind me oh she's so lovely hi Amira yeah like, he's, don't look at me he's doing great he's doing good he's ready to be uh not a little cone boy but yeah a cone boy he will remain at least for today when you guys hear this episode he will be cone free yes what a blessing it'll be mm-hmm. for him for him yeah yeah Amira's cool Amira's great okay good good to know Amira's great she's i mean you know no major surgeries or anything she's just chilling oh fantastic yeah my snuggly baby because i remember heart and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? She's just about, I know I was going to ask you if you remember what happened last, where we left off. Yeah, we all remember. Oh, right. Well, she's shaken off her sister's scent and she's like, did he wait? Because remember, she had to come kind of late. Mm-hmm. But he was up celebrating. So did he? Did he wait? Yeah, of course he did. He waited. Yeah. <laughs> he waited. He whips around at her approach. You came. Oh my god. Cooper doesn't know. He doesn't believe it. He's like, oh my god, what? (laughs) He thought maybe she wasn't going to. He trails off and stares at her. Such softness in his eyes. She tells him that she couldn't get away. But but then she did. Silence. Oh, this is a real this is a terrible date. It's wait, no, it's just calm. This was a huge mistake. Oh, Oh the nerves, the nerves. Oakheart says it's too cold to stand around. Bluefurt thinks this is ridiculous. What are we gonna do? What? She may not she may not know what to say, but she knows how to warm up. I'll race you to the top of the oak, Bluefurt says. <laughs> that was not she races away. But ex- Oakheart doesn't follow. What? Oakheart. What? I, I like how she's like, I know how to warm up. I'll race you. Like, that's that's very much first date jitters. Just race them. Well, Oakheart says river cat, river clan cats don't climb. Although early in the book, they do climb trees. Well, some apprentices, I believe, are bragging about tree climbing. So uh, our boy must have missed those lessons. Or right. maybe he's just really bad at it. And he's like, yeah, they don't uh, teach us 
He'll teach us there. Bluefur purrs. He's a cat. Of course he can climb. She can show him. Unless he's too scared. No way, Okart says, his eyes lighting up, and he charges past her onto the root of the nearest tree. He looks up and asks what now. Bluefur tells him to watch. She jumps and grips the bark with her front claws, and she tells him that older trees are easier. Their bark is thick and soft. Even a hefty cat like him should be able to claw his way up. Who are you calling hefty? Okart sprang <laughs> after her. You got the big boy. He has to wear the husky jeans. Hefty, hefty, hefty. He's clumsy, but his determination kept him hanging on. Bluefur doesn't say anything. She doesn't want to give him the satisfaction of hearing that he's doing better than she thought he would. <laughs> oh my god, these two. This is like a part adorable, a part awkward. <laughs> Bluefur makes it to a low branch and Oakheart scrambles up next to her. He collapses, panting. Do you actually enjoy this? He asks. Of course, Blue Star said. Blue Fur, sorry. Look. In the clearing below them sparkled like stars. Not bad, Oakheart conceded. Bluefur leaps up to the next branch, and Oakheart is able to propel himself upwards, almost knocking Bluefur off. Very elegant, she teases him. I'm glad you think so, he growled playfully. But I'll get you back. How? Wait till I teach you how to swim. Bluefur stares at him, gripping the branch with her claws. Man, I didn't think Oakheart no way. I didn't think Oakheart would be one of those take them swimming on the first date kind of guys. Ugh. And and especially when you have a curse that has to do with swimming. Come on, dude, read the room. Well, yeah, her heart is racing, but he doesn't know about the prophecy. He'll just think that she's scared. What if he does? <laughs> what if he has his own prophecy? Well, your future boo, your future boo will drown. And he's like, I have to teach. Like, I have to teach you how to I swim. Teach her. <laughs> scared of water? He asked, whiskers twitching. Scared of heights? She asked, jumping to the next branch. He says she can't scare him and jumps up next to her. No, Bluefur asks, jumping to the next branch. No, he assures, landing next to her. Bluefur admits she's impressed. Does he want to go higher? All the way to the top. Okay. Alright. Bluefur leads him up the top branch. To the topmost branch that would hold them. The great rock looked like a pebble below them. Bluefur looks up at the sky. And she asks Oakheart if he thinks Star Clan knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> they know everything. He brushes against her and says, if they can't see them up here, they can't see them anywhere. Okay. <laughs> and Oakheart tells her to look at the clear sky. Wouldn't they send clouds to cover the moon if they had disproved? Right. Always with the clouds and the moon and all of that nonsense. It's always, every time a cloud covers the moon, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? I'm just outside. And they're like, yeah, it's a, it's a pandemic. Get inside. And I'm like, oh, I'm in my own yard. Well, he'd known exactly what she was thinking. I guess so, Bluefur says, hoping it was true. It's not. You guys put a lot of faith in clouds. <laughs> Maybe too much faith in clouds. Yeah, but God, we trust the moon in this podcast. We trust the moon. We love the moon. The wind picks up, making the branch sway, and Bluefur leads them down. Thanks, Star Clan, Oakheart sighed as he reached the ground. <laughs> Bluefur purrs. Not bad for a fish face. <laughs> Oakheart looks at her sharply wow. and asks, What did she just call him? Fish face. Uggy. Fish <laughs> face. Yes! Don't back down. If you cannot... He lunges at her. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alexa, play Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Oh my god, it's literally just that scene from The Lion King. Can you feel I'm gonna be sued? Um, but it's like it like literally they're doing like that 
<laughs> like they did the water. Oh yeah. Oh, and they haven't done the water yet, but they've done like the 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 running, and now they're doing the play fighting. I don't think they climbed in that Lion King scene, but they did fall in water. Did they? They did. Yeah. So that part's gonna happen. And Nala full. Well, he pushes Nala in, and then Nala pulls. Yeah. Him in. <laughs> I was like, if anyone on this podcast, if any, it's not just in this podcast, but anyone in the world, if I. If if I had like a gun pointed to my head and they're like, tell us something about the Lion King movie, I'd be like, hang on, I can I phone a friend? They'd be like, okay, I guess this is going by the who wants to be a millionaire rules. And then I call Maureen and I'm like, Maureen, tell me this factoid about the Lion King. And then I put you on speaker and they would eventually leave because they're like, yeah, she hasn't shut up. I know all. It's been 20 minutes and she hasn't shut up. I'm like, I know it's because I asked her something about the Lion King. Mm hmm. Well, Oakheart lunges at her, purring, and chases her around the hollow. Eventually, Bluefur flops on the ground. She can't run anymore. Oakheart collapses beside her. Fish face, she whispers to him. It's like, well, I guess you want to kiss this, don't you? You want to kiss this fish face. That's what I'm hearing. And she's like, well... <laughs> he rolls and pins her to the ground. Who's a fish face? No one, Bluefur shouted. There's, like, more flirting hmm. so far in this episode that I'm used to. Yeah. I'm I'm a very awkward person when it comes to romance, as you can possibly read. Um, even when I literally play a D&D character, her whole, whole point is she flirts. Every time it happens and me and my DM have to do a flirting scene with uh, his fiance right next to him, I'm like, stay in character, don't get overwhelmed. <laughs> And, and, like, she knows I am gay. They're engaged. Absolutely not. He is pretending to be, like, a female half-orc. Yeah. I am being yeah. a, a tiefling. Like, they know it's all fun. But I still can't handle it, even though I did it on purpose. <laughs> so this is, a, this is a lot for me. I might get overwhelmed. Well, Oakheart sits up to catch his breath, and Bluefur gets up and leans against him. Oakheart sighs. He's waited so many moons for this. For her. And Bluefur feels suddenly self-conscious, and she looks at her paws. She's like, what's so special about me? And, 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 then, and then Goosefeather comes out and is like, I told you multiple things that were special about you. She's like, oh my god, what? Have you been here this whole time? He's like, of course I have. I'm Goosefeather. He's like, your mom's not here. Your dad doesn't remember you exist. Uh... I have to be the one to chaperone. <laughs> Weed whiskers in the sky like, get the clothes off the moon. Oakheart nuzzles her, and she looks up at him. He tells her every cat in his clan is telling him to get a mate, but he wants no other mate than her. Bluefur knows what he means. Yeah. Larksong t- told her she should pair off with, but she stops, seeing the hurt in his gaze. Oakheart leans away and asks if there's another cat who... No, Bluefur says quickly. Only everyone keeps pressuring me. It's awkward. Well, she's been raising Snowfur's kit. She hasn't had time to think about mates. Oakheart tells her she did a great job. Her sister would be proud. Oh, I forgot he's but an adult now. <laughs> but White Storm's a warrior now. She can live her own life. Maybe Bluefur whispers, but this can never happen. What? Us. Why? Oakheart asks. Well! Cracking his voice. <laughs> I thought you were, like, smarter than that, dude. Yeah, Bluefur can't believe it's not obvious to him. She says, we're in different clans. And she thinks about how she has a destiny that doesn't leave room for a mate. Pain twists her heart, and she presses closer to Oakheart, his warmth easing her sadness. She tells him that if they carry on meeting like this, they'll end up hurt. And he tells her that the only thing that can hurt him is being apart from her. And Bluefur knows that that's true for both of them, but she can't change her destiny. She looks up at the great rock. Two figures gaze down at her from the top. She's what? (laughs) Wait, is Goosefeather actually there? Moonflower and Snowfur. 
Bluford's hair rises. Wait a sec, you're- Oakheart, You guys are dead! Oakheart asks, what is it? And Bluford stares at her mother and sister. There's a sadness in their expressions as they watch her. And Bluford knows why they're here. They've come to remind her where her loyalties lie. If she's going to fulfill this mysterious prophecy, she needs to be strong as fire and only loyal to her clanmates. Ugh. Oakheart asks her what she's staring at. Bluford blinks, and the starry figures are gone. Nothing, she says. Let's stay the night. Oh my- Just one night, she silently begs her mother and sister. After this, she promises she'll devote the rest of her life to her clan. Oakheart suggests they build a nest, and they scrape together a heap of leaves beneath the roots of an oak tree, and they curl up together. Okay, alright, uh, pause. Pause, 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 pause. Question. Pause? No, okay, question. Uh, no one's questioning where she went. No one's like, uh, because they're all too busy having a grand old she time. She snuck out. Yeah, I know, but, like, Thrushbelt isn't, like, looking around. Her dad isn't looking around. They all sleep in one big room. They're all asleep. Yeah, they're all asleep. All right. All right. That, okay. Uh, secondary. Uh, short PSA, uh, because I am an adult and Maureen is an adult and we are adults. And I know not all of our listeners are adults. And I'm just going to let you know, um, if you and another consenting person share a night together, and don't use protection. That's all it takes to lead to teen pregnancy. Yeah. I'm not saying don't because I'm not your parent or you. But if you do, one, uh, talk to a trusted adult first. You can research on your own. But, like, there are, like, online websites. But, for God's sake, please use protection. <laughs> That goes to the but adults Brenna. listening to. No, that goes to the adults listening to. You need to use oh, protection. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, duh. And spay no, and neuter your about. cats. Brenna, you finally get your fade to black moment. Oh my god! This is your fade to black moment. I can't believe- I'm glad they built a nest. I just thought they were gonna find, like, a gnome hole and, like- <laughs> Sorry, a gnome hole is- a divot in, I think like, it's pretty clear what a gnome hole is. I don't... It's a hole for gnomes. <laughs> but it's like, it's one of those divots in the bottom of trees. You know, yeah. we sometimes call them like fairy baths. Okay. Well, they did that, but they put some leaves in it. That's nice. Um, wow. I, and then we I can't believe we had, I just, I'm just gonna, I know this is a, a PG rated show, but that means parental guidance. I can't believe we're having our first instance of sex. But not we all know because it leads to kits and we all we all know that happens and we know how that happens yeah so yes i i guess they don't (laughs) (laughs) which is why warrior cats need sex education i am just gonna like throw this out here like i know they have like a really strong attraction to each other but this i thought i thought there would be like a little bit more development yeah. I thought they'd be- Kind of just like a one-night stand. It really is. I thought they'd be meeting for, like, a while. Yeah. I guess, wow. I mean, that kind of- <sighs> That makes some of the future situations a little- Makes a little bit more sense with Blue Fur and Blue Star, what we know about her. That it was mm-hmm. just one night, and she- Ooh. Yeah. Well, wow, she did get some warnings from Star Clan too. Yeah, there were. Yeah, there. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're not gonna send clouds. Ladies, get the hologram machine ready. Beam them down. It didn't work. It didn't work. They are still sleeping together. Wrap it up. <laughs> that that they put out the big guns too for that. Like sometimes yeah. when Star Clan doesn't want something, they'll be like, "Here's a thunderstorm." Here's a fire. Here is your dead ancestors physically showing up and being like, don't do it. Here's your mom telling you to stop. Giving you the face of disapproval. And her being like, mom, I'm still gonna go and I'm still gonna go and I'm still gonna go. Just once. Just once. I'm just gonna boink him once. Just once. And and her mom's like, that's literally what we're trying to warn you against. 
Why do your cats need comprehensive sex education? They do. That's what this all comes down to. Yeah. Do we want a, a cat facts? Sure, it's a little not. early, but it's a it's, it's a good, yeah. I feel like it's a good moment. We, a we fade to black. Let's give them some time together. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a cat fact. Alrighty. So today we are continuing on with cat record breakers. And we are going to talk about Merlin. Merlin is a wizard. Yes, that. Uh, but also Merlin is the cat with the loudest purr in the world. Oh. So, 2015, he broke this record. He was 13 years old. I I don't know if they didn't update the page or it's been updated. I believe he is was 13 years old when he broke this record, which means mm-hmm. he is a very old cat if he is still uh kicking and purring out there. I tried to look it up, tried to find any recent uh news articles, couldn't find anything confirmed. Didn't want to, like, try and, like, cyber-stalk the owner and find out, but, uh, but he was 15, or 13 years old when he broke this in 2015. Um, his owner, um, Tracy Westwood adopted him. He was a shelter cat. And, uh, he had such a loud purr that it (laughs) interrupted phone calls. Um, it she had to turn up the tv people wouldn't believe her when she'd be like they're like what is that noise and they're like she's like that's my cat and they're like uh you're full of it and she's like no for real that's a lawnmower that is my cat um and so her uh she said in an interview that her uh new year's resolution was to see if uh his purr was you know as loud as she felt it was and it Mm -hmm. ended up uh Breaking the world record at 67.8 decibels, which uh, beats the previous owner. Uh, the previous winner of it um, was 67.68, which was Smokey, another British cat. Um, and oh. most average uh, uh, house cats, their purr is about 25 decibels. Oh. So it is very loud um, very loud they said in uh sort of get your idea it's the this it averages the same sound as a uh shower a shower running or a oh. dishwasher running and i'm gonna play a short clip of merlin purring um <gasps> right now so That is that Merlin's is wild, world. yeah. And so he, I, there, I will have a video where uh, she's being interviewed and he's purring, and it does overwhelm her talking a little bit. Um, it is a loud purr, and he is the current record holder. No one has dethroned him yet. Um, if your cat has a pretty loud purr, um, previously they had uh, recorded him at even louder, but when they officially recorded it and like got the record, that's mm-hmm. where it lay. So. Um, feel free wow. to watch the video if you want to hear more. Uh, you can see her interview with him and uh, listen to more of his adorable purr because it is loud and ready to be heard. And it's just from that small clip, you get it's kind of a unique purr where it's like pretty high and boop, boop, boop. Yes, I mean you know my cast. I don't know how loud yours is, but mine's like so soft. You barely notice it unless you're like really quiet or you can like feel it jinx has a pretty loud purr um but she like always purrs like she's ready as soon as she mm-hmm. sees people that she likes she purrs hobbit's purr is pretty specific and it's i think it's unreasonable it is nowhere near as loud as that well no it's i would say he has a hobbit i think has a loud purr but he doesn't purr very often oh yeah my sister one time when we, we were back at home she was like your cat never purrs. I'm like, she's purring literally right now. Listen. I have. Amir's purr is very soft. Everything about her is very yeah. soft. Jinx has a pretty pronounced purr, but she is constantly purring. Um, as, soon as, as soon as she sees someone, uh, she's like, I'm ready. Hobby only purrs when his uh, purr sloth is going. 
or when you right now when you scratch around his cone he also used to like it when you scratch like the little inner part of his ear you know the part that's like a little less hairy than other parts yeah but uh now he's all into the getting his cone area scratched because he can't scratch it (laughs) yeah poor guy poor guy but yeah that was today's cat fact give it up for merlin Thank you, Merlin, for loving so loud. Yeah, and I always like when I can feature a cat that was a rescued cat, because um, yeah. a lot of these cats are, like, specific breeds in the record holders, so, um, but I always like mm-hmm. it when it's just good old rescue kittens that are like, I'm special, I love you so much that I'm just gonna break a world record. <laughs> Breaking records for our love. Speaking of love. So beautiful. Speaking of love, a soft tail strokes Blue Fur's cheek. (laughs) Time to wake up, Oakheart whispers in her ear. Blue Fur wakes. It's almost dawn. She has to get home. Oakheart tells her that he doesn't want to leave her. Dude, but we must. Wrap it up. Blue Fur tells him. Only one night. We're never doing this again. She presses her muzzle to his. They walk to the edge of the clearing twining their tails together. Oh my god. Their time together was over. Oakheart says he'll look for her on the riverbank. And Blueford presses against him and says she'll look out for him too. But the river would always divide them. Hmm. He jokes that he may even climb a few trees to stay in practice. Yes, Blueford says, weary with sadness. And she will never learn how to swim. (laughs) how can he be so cheerful didn't he realize they'd never be together like this again but looking in his eyes she does she knows that he does behind the brightness is grief raw as her own goodbye she whispers to him and headed up the slope and she looked back at him until the pain was too much to bear then she fixed her gaze ahead and bounded out of the hollow. But she felt Oakheart's gaze scorching her pelt. She must be strong as fire. What sucks about this is it's not even her. It's not even her. Yeah. I mean, at least she got then her time with Oakheart. They're like, oh, there's yeah. all this importance. There's all this importance. And it ends up not even being about her. Although, but the, it is important that fire lies in her path and blood and thistle claws. You know, like that's the that important is true, part. Yeah, is that because thistle claw would never, ever, ever let a kitty pet into the clan. Yeah, he'd probably just punch poor Rusty in the nose and <laughs> send him back. Yeah. So, well, she makes it through the forest and into her nest without detection, but she doesn't want to sleep. She wants to relive every moment she had with Oakheart. She had spent only one night with him and loved him more deeply than she thought possible. How could she live never talking to him again? Worse, how could she see him at gatherings and pretend they were enemies? You don't have to pretend you're there enemies. There was no choice. You just, don't, you just can't be... Hmm. You don't have to pretend you're enemies. You just can't be lovers. But there was no choice. She's a loyal ThunderClan warrior. If you're listening, she breathed to Moonflower and Snowfur. I promise I won't meet him again. They're like, girl, too late. We already know what's happening inside of you. We know what the, we know what happens. Bluefur is very tired when she joins her clanmates to wait for the day's orders. Lionheart is complaining that he's been stuck in camp all morning. Adderfang tells him that someone has to fix the hole in the clan wall. Small Ear, his dad, tells him that he did a good job. It's stronger than ever. Who put the hole in the wall? Was that... Did... Did oh, Blue Fur I put think that it was hole just... in the wall? Just peeking out? I don't know. Oh, no, because she, huh? she went through like the main gate because no. she had to wait for yeah, Adderfang. She... Yeah, yeah. I just I like know to where think the hole came from, I like, but it was there. I like to think that he didn't fix the hole very well because that hole comes up later in the first book <laughs> or the second book. It happens in the no, first. No, you'll season. see where that one comes from. Oh God. 
There's so many convenient plot holes. Well, not holes. really, but we'll joke about it. No way. Thrushpelt hurries over and apologizes for being late. He was starving. He had to eat. She's like, don't worry, I didn't, Dappletail- even, I didn't even notice. Don't worry about it. Dappletail teases him that Weed Whisker would have been proud. Weed Whisker! <laughs> Sunstar is pacing around them. Tawny Swats was back with Feather Whisker, so the leader was in charge of patrols. He sends Adderfang with a patrol to remark the River Clan border. Didn't tells Goldenflower to take Patchpelt, Thrushpelt, and Bluefur to check the two-leg border. Who was Tony Spots with? Oh, Feather Whisker, the medicine cat. Oh. Okay, so Tony Spots is sick still. Yes. Okay. He's sick again. Okay. It comes in like bouts. Okay. Sorry, I was confused. I was like, what? Where is Tony Spots at? Well, Goldenflower turns to her patrol and say, says, let's go scare with you kitty pets. But her tone is light and amused to Blue Star's relief. Blue Fur's. Blue Fur's relief. We all know. <laughs> right. She hadn't forgotten Thistleclaw's treatment of that little black kit. And right now, she doesn't think she could scare a mouse. She's sad. <laughs> Goldenflower has them split into pairs when they reach Tall Pines. She's going with Patchpelt, which, um, some trivia, Patchpelt was actually her first mate. Oh. According to the wiki website. Okay. So before before Tiger Claw, there was Patchpelt, and that's who she had Swift Paw with, and we all know how that ends. Oh. Okay. Bluefur and Thrushpelt are going to check the two leg border. Thrushpelt says he wishes they were hunting. He would love to pick up some tips from her. She has a great nose. Bluefur's like, uh Thanks. Um, <laughs> Thrushpelt is always saying things like this, and it feels clumsy all of a sudden. The two-leg fence comes into view. Bluefur last saw Jake and Pinestar there. Thrushpelt wonders aloud if they'll see him. He doesn't know how a clan cat could become a kitty pet. He'd rather be in River Clan, and that would be bad enough. Bluefur doesn't respond, but she thinks about how much easier everything would be if she was in River Clan. Oh, God. Bluefur is so tired when she gets back, she goes straight to her nest, and Tawny Spots is asleep in his nest. But as Bluefur passes him, the rank sense of sickness is overwhelming. She hurries out to find Goosefeather. ThunderClan could need a new deputy at any moment, and she needs to know if Tawny Spots is going to die. Oh, jeez. Maybe Goosefeather will make sense this time? Maybe... Goosefeather is already surrounded by clan clanmates asking questions and making comments about Tawny Spots. Oh, it's hard. Goosefeather says they've tried everything, but nothing helps. Bluefur points out that he got better last time. Goosefeather says he wasn't this sick last time. Mm-hmm. It may be time for Sunstar to choose a new deputy soon. And Goosefeather turns to Bluefur, eyes sharp and as excited as a kit. Bluefur wonders if this is her chance. Behind her, a voice murmurs, Yes, it's time for me to take Tawny Spot's place. And Bluefur turns to see Thistleclaw, standing tall and well-muscled. He seems like the strongest, most promising cat in the clan. Would Sunstar choose him over Bluefur? Well, no, we know what happens, but... Little time skip. We're on to chapter 38. Time skip. The clan had returned from a gathering, and Bluefur asks how it went. She's felt so tired recently during the day, and she slept hard at night. She felt clumsy during training. She's glad Frostfur was made a warrior along with her sister, Brindleface. So Frostfur and Brindleface Yay. are warriors. Also, you're pregnant. Rosetail settles next to her and says so she'll tell her in the morning. Hmm? I don't know how to explain this to you, girl, but you are pregnant. Leopardfoot is buzzing, though. She says Hailstar lost his last life. Crooked Star is leader now. Whoa! Crooked Star! Crooked Star! 
Roofer asked who the deputy was. Timberfur, Leopardfoot tells her. Oh. Bluefur doesn't know why Crooked Star would pass over his own brother. Uh, nepotism? He doesn't want to be accused of that, maybe? Well, she hasn't gone to a gathering. She couldn't bear to look at the tree where they sat. Maybe. Or to see Oakheart and not being able to share anything more than polite words. Maybe he told- Leopardfoot continues. Maybe Crooked- There was a fight. Oh. Huh? I was gonna say, maybe, uh, uh, Oakheart told Crooked Jaw. Crooked Jaw's like, well, I don't trust you anymore. Well, we'll find out in Crooked Star's Promise. Okay. Or actually, we'll find out in a little bit. Oh. There was a fight. There was a fight. An apprentice called Broken Paw, a Shadow Clan apprentice called Broken Paw, went after two River Clan apprentices. Uh oh. Uh oh. We remember Broken Broken Boy. Yeah. He becomes a star later on, doesn't he? And then he gets demoted. Mm-hmm. And then his mother kills him. He has a time. But he's he he, he just started he started fight, fighting River Clan cats? Why? No idea. You just... you do know, don't you? No, I actually I don't. Oh, unless it's covered, it might be covered in Kirk and Star's Promise. I'd have to go back and reread. But okay. right now, no, we don't know. There was just a fight, and Oakheart had to break it up. <gasps> so he was there. Oh man. Tigerclaw had wanted to join in, and Thistleclaw practically had to sit on him to stop him. <laughs> Cedar Star was so embarrassed, he told Broken Paw he's on elder's duty for a moon. <laughs> and Ragged Pelt looked furious about that, like he was proud of Broken Paw almost shredding a couple apprentices. Shadow Clan is turning into a bunch of fox hearts. Man, you guys don't even know. <laughs> you don't know the half of it, man. Leopardfoot continues talking, and Bluefur starts to doze. Leopardfur says she isn't surprised Bluefur didn't want to come tonight. Bluefur jolts awake. Why not? Leopardfoot asks if she's told Sunstar yet. Bluefur's mind is reeling. Tell him what? Did someone tell their secret? Leopardfoot blinks. That you're expecting kits. And Bluefur stares at her in horror. Leopardfoot tells her not to worry. It's natural to be nervous your first time. Rosetail, it's awake now. <laughs> Rosetail's Rose like, tail excuse me? Drama. Excuse me? Who slept with my girlfriend? She's expecting kits? Why didn't she tell her? Does Thrushpelt know? Bluefur hisses at her to keep her voice down. Rosetail ducks closer and says she's so pleased. She knew there was something going on between her and Thrushpelt. He'll make a great father. Oh, God. <laughs> Leopardfoot says she didn't realize that there was anything going on between them. <laughs> Bluefur thinks, and Bluefur's thinking like there isn't, there isn't, but she doesn't. She's say like, ah, uh, uh, uh. but a queen doesn't have them. to say who the father is. A queen never has to say who the father is. Yeah, she begs them not to tell him. Leopardfoot purrs. Of course, she wants to tell him herself, but she should do it soon. She's getting big enough that the Toms will start to notice. Oh my god! How did she not realize? Man, that's why they need sex education! Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. As Leopardfoot and Rosetail settle to sleep, Bluefur stares into the dark. I'm sorry, she murmurs under her breath. Snowfur, Moonflower, forgive me. I never meant for this to happen. When she wakes the next morning and stumbles from the den, she's acutely aware of the extra weight in her belly. How has she not noticed before? <laughs> she goes to Sunstar's den and asks if she can speak to him. And Bluefur tells him that she's not feeling well and asks to be excused from patrols. Sunstar says of course. And she should go see Feather Whisker if she isn't feeling better by Sun High. <laughs> yeah, you're a good idea. <laughs> Bluefur assures him that she just needs some fresh air. She heads to the camp entrance, and Thrushpelt breaks away from a knot of warriors and asks if she's okay. Bluefur says fine, but she can't look at him, and she can't believe she let Leopardfoot and Rosetail think that he was the father. Thrushpelt fell back and left her alone as she squeezed out of the tunnel. 
She hauled herself up the ravine and was breathless when she got to the top. Bluefur looks down at her round belly. Are there really kits growing inside of her? She feels a surge of protectiveness and licks her stomach. Bluefur hears a patrol, so she moves on, and her paws take her to the river. She wants Oakheart's reassurance, but would he still be looking out for her? And as she sat at the water's edge, she thinks about what will happen. How will she explain these kits? Water. <laughs> water will destroy you. Is that what the prophecy meant? Yep. Having kits that were half River Clan, like maybe a little. Maybe a pro- pro- Actually, it's like it starts off pretty figurative, but it does become literal. Does become pretty literal. Pretty literal. She's been waiting. But she can't wait any longer. She's hungry and cold. As she turns, disappointed, she sees the tawny flash of Oakheart. Oh my god, I really want to ever- troll with him. Oh, darn it. Bluefur backs away from the river, but they've already spotted her. Otter Splash sneers at her, hoping to catch a fish. I am- I am- Oakheart. I am on my own side of the river. We do not need this aggression. Right? Uh, I might be tracking a mouse. Like, what's your problem, dude? And maybe I am fishing. Oakheart doesn't look at Bluefur. He tells them that ThunderClan doesn't like getting their paws wet. And then he tells them to go tell Crooked Star ThunderClan is at the border. He'll stay behind to see if there are any others hanging around. Smooth, actually. Actually pretty smooth. Oakheart stood at the shore as his clanmates left. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's been a while. All I can imagine is her being like, 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 mouthing... He's like, what? She's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, I gotta speak up. I'm pregnant. He's like, I I can't hear you over the water. And she's like, (laughs) oh my god. It's been a while, he called out to her. I, I need you. Hope flared in his eyes and Bluefur winces, anticipating his disappointment. She wasn't here to tell him that they could keep meeting in secret. He swims over and comes to her side, and he asks what's the matter. Bluefur looks at her paws. She hasn't seen him in a moon. She says his brother didn't make him deputy. Okart says that Crooked Star offered, but he refused. Oh! He hasn't earned it yet, but he will. He tells her they don't have long. What's the matter? Bluefur asks if he's disappointed about not being deputy. Oh my god! <laughs> Bluefur! Bluefur? Oakheart says sternly, Crooked Star is sending a patrol. Bluefur takes a deep breath and tells him that she's going to have kits. And he's like, with. Oakheart stares at her. With, uh, huh? with the other people you're sleeping with? Because you're so hot, I'd rather be, have the, that you're sleeping with all the people in your clan that you're not related to rather than uh, what Okart stares at her with wide eyes it'll be all right he says pressing against her their kids will be great brave and strong and clever good at swimming and climbing trees oh my god they are Bluefur flinches. He's missing the point. Yeah, he is. She tells him they're in different clans. Oakheart admits that's a problem. (laughs) I agree that is an issue. Custody is a little troublesome. However. But but she could join RiverClan. Or he'll join ThunderClan. It's been done before. Wow. Has it? Bluefur asks. He's just throwing that out there. Oakheart says a cat in her clan, Windflight. His father was a WindClan cat, didn't she know? She hadn't. No cat ever mentioned it. She snaps why no one talk why no one talks about it, and Oakheart shrugs. But Bluefur knows why. She tells him that if it's true, they're all too ashamed. They'd rather forget it. Does he want their kids to grow up like that? Oakheart argues that if he joined ThunderClan, they'd be ThunderClan kits. Bluefur stares at him. You'd do that for me? 
Yeah, I did not expect him to say this at all. Holy crap. Good guy, Oakheart. For you and our kits, he says, in a heartbeat. Bluefur argues that he wants to become leader one day. He'd never have that chance in ThunderClan. He'd always be an outsider. Oakheart says there are plenty of cats in RiverClan that want to be leader. But you could do it, Bluefur tells him. He can't leave his clan. There's this cat leopard kit that I have a good solid feeling about. She's a little lesbian. He asks if she'll leave hers to live with him in RiverClan. I can't, she says. Oakheart promises that if she's worried about the swimming, he'll teach her. Oh my god. It's not that, Bluefur says, thinking of what Goosefeather had said about Thistleclaw. Her clan needs her. Oakheart says that he needs her too. Oh, dude, okay. That's no, no longer a good guy, Oakheart. That's guilty, dude. No, you don't, she tells him. She's going to raise these kits as ThunderClan kits. Her clanmates will assume a ThunderClan cat is the father. Oakheart draws away sharply and asks if there's any cat in particular. No, Bluefur sobs. But this is the only way it can be. Don't you see that? To give their kids the best chance, she must raise them as pure ThunderClan. Oakheart protests. What about him? Bluefur growls. This is her problem. She turns to leave. She's the one having these kits, and she'll be the one raising them without a father. They can have a father if you want, Oakheart breathes. Bluefur feels movement in her belly. Did they know what was happening? I'll make it okay, she promises them as she heads up the bank. I'll be here if you need me, Oakheart calls after her. I love you, Bluefur. Whatever happens, they will always be my kids, too. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah. I. That went from like. Man, this has been like a literal roller coaster. Like, I know I say that a lot about our episodes, but we went from like the <laughs> highest of the high to the lowest of the low. We went from like uh, bliss to uh, baloney. Just the worst kind of yeah discussion to have. And we got into some like parental responsibilities and. <sighs> yep. It is kind of interesting trying to figure out what happens in between now and then, because we do know what ends up happening. They end up going to River Clan. Yeah. Man. Um, I was also going to say, uh, they are both so very stubborn. <laughs> Yeah. And I like how they're both like, this is my burden, like, at the same time to each other. And it's like, oh my god, you guys are not only, are you stubborn, you're both martyrs. <laughs> but Oakheart is willing to move to ThunderClan. Yeah. To be with her and raise their kids. And all I want is to please send me all those fanfictions. I know. It's it's the only fanfiction I want. I understand. There's a couple where Bluefur goes to RiverClan, but... That's not very that realistic. That obviously won't work with the rest of the story. I need Oakheart to come to ThunderClan and be a stay-at-home father. Yeah, we need him to be... For his children. He's the, while Bluefur becomes deputy. He's the himbo. <laughs> he's the kept boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. He's like... She's like, this is Oakheart. He's um, my trophy he's husband. He's my au pair. <laughs> he's my <laughs> nanny. He's my manny. Yeah, this is my Manny Oakheart. He's gonna take care of um, my children, and um, yeah, he's he's just gonna live here now. He just wants to be in the nursery now. You know, it's just his thing, yeah. I guess. And River Clan was like, no. Yeah. So uh, I told him he could come here and do it. I I don't really blame uh, Blue Star for like, or Blue sorry, Blue Fur for being like, uh, no, I cannot come with you. That is not an option. I do understand it was hurtful, but I understand it. Yeah. No, I understand her being like that, but 
man, I really wish you brought him with. I know it obviously wouldn't work because of the first books and all, but man, like I said, I really want those AU <laughs> fan fictions, please. Pretty please, everybody. Pretty um, please. I guess, yeah, that's where we'll wrap for now. Yeah, yeah. We I honestly, mean, the, emo- yeah, gonna... the emotional toil we just went through was a lot. So. Yes, um, yes. And, you know, Bluefur knows that she's got a destiny. And she's and got she kits in her kids belly. pure Thunderclan. Huh? And she's got kits in her belly. Yep. And she's going to raise them as pure Thunderclan. And we know how that ends. It goes fine. Yeah. It's, it's totally okay. Totally? Totally. 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 It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fine. It takes a village. It'll be fine. Maybe not the village you thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. If yeah. you want to uh, keep in touch, you can follow us on Twitter at WCWITCast on Twitter.com. I will remind folks that we both have access to the Twitter, so please don't send spoilers. Another way you can keep in contact with us is our email, which is WCWITCast at gmail.com. Also, no spoilers there, because uh, we both have access to it. Maureen's answering them right now, but also I look at them sometimes, so uh, yeah. no spoilers, because that's the point for me. My brain must be as malleable as clay, and Maureen is the sculptor. Yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We very much appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you for listening. Because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tink. And this has been Warrior Cat. What is that? Mm-hmm.